Hello friend, I am Maria, and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, higher realms, the mysteries of the universe, and source consciousness. I use hypnosis to get into a deep theta state where I am able to connect to and embody my higher self. This particular episode is from a series we call Conversations with a Collective. In this series, I'm accessing the depth and the breadth of the collective human consciousness on planet Earth. What unfolds is a monologue that is dictated by the questions and comments that I receive back from the collective. Enjoy! For those of you that don't know, my book, my first book, is now out. It is called 72 Keys to Manifestation or An Ancient Path of a Modern Day Alchemist. It is a child of love. And this book is going to change your life. This book is about manifestation. I also wanted to let you know that I have charged it personally for anybody that purchases this book to literally set you up with the right frequencies for abundance. Literally, this book is going to be a true catalyst in your life. I'm not kidding you guys. There is real white magic that is working through this book. There is a barrier to entry that, you know, I as a being of light, I, I have my own guides that work with me. Um, they wanted to have a barrier to entry on the ancient knowledge that came through this book, right? Hence the price. But, but if you feel serious about unlocking your abundance, this is the book for you guys. I'm not kidding. It's going to work with your body, with your energy field on more levels than one. It is a multi-layered book. There are only a few books like that on the face of planet earth today it is quite rare so if you want to check it out and if you want to really literally notice and see the big difference of and having your life transform highly recommend you get yourself a copy do yourself a favor you'll thank me later i promise hello everyone and welcome to another episode of conversations with a collective all right welcome welcome again um today we have a very fun topic to discuss as always during this series i am tapping into the consciousness the width the breadth of the human collective on planet earth today which means that i essentially from my perspective get to talk to every single one of you uh, whoever's listening to this podcast and even the people who are not so we all get to communicate in this very fun way. That um, This format also means that I may choose to um, ask the virtual audience for questions. Now, uh, as a podcast listener, you would not hear what I'm asking, but I will do my best to translate that back to you. So at any point in time, you know exactly what uh, we're talking about. Uh, today, I wanted to try um, something different. Um, so prior to... Um, Prior to this, prior to starting um, the session, I checked in with the collective to try to understand what are the three most important things that you guys are worried about today. Um, a few things came up um, and I chose to address one of the things that came up. So the question that is resonating with the energy of today and apparently enough of you um, are tuning into or maybe have had thoughts around this topic is self-confidence. So yeah, we are going to be talking about self-confidence today. We're going to dive deep. 
we're going to explore this topic in depth and then I will most likely also take specific questions around self-confidence um, from um, the collective as well. All right, let's dive right in. The state of uh, confidence, self-confidence on this planet is interesting. Uh, it's not created equal. Uh, obviously, you know, different people have different um, di- different relationships with the concept of self-confidence. But th- there is one thing that I would like to point out as I'm, as, as I'm scanning humanity today. One thing that enough of you and a lot of you don't feel confident about is pursuing your mission or doing something that is your calling or doing something that is your heart's desire. Now, this may come in many different shapes, forms, or sizes. You know, if you're a light worker, you may experience confidence elsewhere in your life, such as like dealing with your relationships, your, you know, your wife, your husband, etc. but not necessarily enough self-confidence as you're walking down the path of, you know, what your personal mission is. A lot of you have lack of self-confidence and security levels around your talents, like whether that's special abilities, especially something that is creative. So a lot of you have a lack of self-confidence around different creative expressions of yourself. This may be, you know, the more traditional, like singing, dancing, acting, writing, for instance, or this may be something that is your unique creative self-expression, whether that is around a hobby or, you know, even creating something that's truly innovative and um, like an invention of sorts, right? So uh, enough of you are experiencing self-confidence there. And then of course, there are a lot of you that are experiencing self-confidence issues with relationships, all kinds, whether that is familial relationships, whether that is your partner, whether that is your group of friends and definitely self-confidence issues around co-workers and all types of work-related goodness. All right. Um, self-confidence is actually a really, really good energy to practice in third-dimensional planets like planet Earth. So if you are wondering, uh, if you feel you have not mastered self-confidence, you have come to the right place. This is a perfect planet. This is the good news, right? Self-confidence, I would say uh, maybe about 25% of humanity today has come um, to this planet with an intention. Now, whether that's the primary, secondary, tertiary intention, um, you know, remains to be seen, but with an intention to better themselves as far as self-confidence is concerned, right? So again, very widespread issue slash topic, you know, enough of you would love to get um, a lot more confidence because you do realize and, uh, uh, you know, there is awareness Um, on this plane of existence that self-confidence tends to lead to better outcomes, tends to lead to you pursuing the right kinds of opportunities and more opportunities, frankly, being presented to you in the first place. So yeah, let's definitely work on that. Face value and the most rudimentary level that I can look at things is obviously the level of energy. And the issue of self-confidence lives in your solar plexus chakra. So that is your yellow center that is smack in the middle of your belly, around your belly button right? That is where the solar plexus chakra lives. That is also where your self-concept lives, your identity, you know, who you are versus other, you know, who you are in relationship to the rest of humanity. That is where your self-confidence dwells. Now, there may be many, many reasons why you may be experiencing a lack of self-confidence. Now, for example, 
Uh, it could be so that your lineage, like you, you may come from lineage or lineages that don't have an optimal relationship with the yellow center, don't have enough energy coursing through that yellow center. As a byproduct of, of that, you will be experiencing the same issue. Now, if you listen to one of our earlier podcast episodes around, I believe, energy body, you do remember that you are a byproduct of the energy of your higher self as well as the two lineages. But when you come into your body, essentially, energy doesn't come out of nowhere. So you have to come into a template. As a byproduct of you going through that process of, of coming into an, a template of energy centers, you, you, you have to borrow the energy from uh, both of your parents. Now, it just happens so that the yellow center, the self-confidence center, the solar plexus energy for you is borrowed from your father's side. One way to look at chakras is, you know, your chakras are essentially either feminine or masculine. Now, some level of existence, obviously everything is unity, but it is not incorrect to think of your solar plexus chakra as a more masculine chakra and as the chakra that you copy paste essentially from your father and he copy pasted from his father before, right? So again, this is something that you borrow from the male side of your lineage. So essentially, very often you would see correlations between the levels of your self-confidence and those of your father uh, uh, and, and his father and, and his father before him, right? So again, this is a pattern. You're living into a pattern. The pattern you're born into doesn't mean... Uh, whatever your pattern you're born into, it is kind of like your default setting. It doesn't mean that for the rest of your life you're going to act just like your father does, for instance, as it relates to self-confidence, but you certainly start there. Obviously, the whole point of coming into a body is to evolve, to evolve at a personal level as well as the level of the collective, which means that by the virtue of you existing, you get to change, alter better your personal lineage, right? So your relationship with your self-confidence can and may improve if you work at it. But I just want you to understand where the wind is blowing from, right? So again, that is how you you come into your body. It is a copy-paste energetic imprint from both of your parents where you just happen to borrow the quality of self-confidence from your father. Now, if your father is a very good self-confident person, that's amazing. That, I mean, congratulations. Not every um, lineage is created like that on, on planet Earth. That's why we're discussing this topic. Let's talk a little bit more. Let's let's uh, let's dive deeper into the solar plexus. So your issue around self identity, having a good relationship with your father, um, generally would be a sign of a strong solar plexus. Right now, it's not necessarily the root cause, but it is a correlating factor. So people who have a great relationship with their fathers tend to have a very strong solar plexus, and thus a very strong relationship with the concept of self and a lot of confidence. People, on the other hand, with a weaker relationship with their father or a non-existent relationship with their father are going to experience self-confidence issues around one or more areas of their life. So if you are one of those people that does not necessarily feel a lot of confidence you know, fixing your relationship with your father, whether in the etheric realm, you know, through energy practices or actually doing the hard work in the physical is a very, very good way to start. I would say generally, though, 
if you feel like there is there is some issue with a lack of self-confidence, I would look at two things. First, do you have enough self-confidence type energy, the energy of the yellow spectrum in your body, right? So like I would want to first do the diagnostic and understand, do you kind of like have enough coming in so you can give it off, right? Because before you can emanate the energies of the yellow spectrum, the energies of self-confidence, you have to be able to get them from someplace, right? So it's the give and the take. So I would definitely want to explore how you're getting those energies, what your sources are, how you're uh, replenishing those energies as time goes by as well. So that is the first bucket. And I would like to dive deeper in a quick second around, you know, what that entails. And then there is the second bucket that I would like to look at. What are all the impediments and what are all of the things that are in the way for your yellow center to work properly? For example, things like past life karma that you may be holding on to, or childhood trauma that you may be holding on to, or you know any type of types of fears, worries, etc. So all kinds of what I would call distortion or distortive frequencies, right? So imagine that your energy, the energy of the yellow center that you have, is like the surface of a pond or the surface of the lake. And then imagine that you're dropping like a big stone into the lake and you know where there was like a very calm water before now you have ripple effects that is what distortion feels like in the energy field so even if you have very healthy solar plexus with beautiful yellow energies if you're experiencing like a distortion like a, a stone essentially being thrown into that frequency you're going to start seeing ripple effects so Things like childhood trauma, past life karma, um, as well as, you know, your like any issues around your lineage are examples of energies that can distort the field that otherwise may be perfectly sound and perfectly good, right? So in other words, if we're trying to fi fix and heal your relationship around self-concept, you know, where you st who you are, where you stand for, how much value you have, right? Because your confidence issue is essentially your concept of self-value. Do I have value in and of myself, right? So if you have issues around the concept of confidence, we would need to fix two ailments, right? Do you have enough of the yellow energy and is there distortion in your energetic field? All right, so let's dive a little bit deeper into the energy. Because your solar plexus is a chakra, essentially it operates like any other chakra. Um, it can be, you know, blocked. It can be open. It could be overactive. You know, so there is essentially three states um, of, of the chakra. You know, the overactive chakra, the blocked or underactive chakra, and somewhere in between, which is essentially considered normal, right? There is a normal range of how the chakra is supposed to be operating. Uh, this is not to say that, like, you can have a person, right, who is perfectly, who has a very perfect relationship, like a very healthy relationship with the concept of self and around self-confidence with like 99% of stuff in their life. And then there is the, that 1%, you know, that may throw them off. Generally, what that means, you know, and how I would diagnose a case like this, for the, for the person that is overall confident, but is 
only sometimes unconfident, I would diagnose that they have an issue actually with the second bucket. Um, so the, the, the distortion, there is some type of distortion that's going on. This is very important. Let me, let me back up a second because a very, very important concept here is to understand and be able to diagnose yourself. If you have self-confidence issues, you need to be able to understand the why. If you don't understand the why, you cannot fix yourself, right? It, it's kind of like we need to do an annual checkup to understand <laughs> exactly what's wrong with you. Otherwise, I may be healing your leg and, and really I, I need to heal your your hand, if that makes sense, right? I may be healing a different organ. So here's the deal. People, beings, that experience confidence issues around a lot of areas of their life, like they're not so confident in relationships and they're also not so confident in their work life or college or school and they're not so confident, you know, with, with their hobbies. They're just like experiencing a general, like, lack of confidence, they tend to be more timid, they tend to be more quiet, they tend to be more fragile. These people have the issue with the first, um, that I would describe, like, that I described in that first bucket. So these people have the issue of not enough energy coursing through their yellow center, solar plexus. And most likely they also have an issue with um, father figure or like male figures in their life in general, maybe not all, but some, right? So because that generally means if you're experiencing confidence issues in many different areas of your life, that means that that center, that energy is not working properly for you as a class of energy, right? So you would be experiencing that and that would manifest itself in many, many different areas of your life. That's a very important point around diagnost uh, diagnostics. Second issue, right, is for an, a normally confident person, you are experiencing a lack of confidence around a particular issue or issues. Let's say it's like, let's say it's a person that, you know, overall very confident, but experiences massive lack of self-confidence when it comes to exams or experiences lack of self-confidence or fears or doubts when it comes to, I don't know, marrying someone or entering into a committed relationship, right? doesn't feel like they're good enough for a committed relationship or dating, for instance. They're not, not confident around dating or they're not confident being on stage or being like publicly speaking, for instance, right? Like they are like confident everywhere else, but like you get them up on a stage and they're like, whoa, I cannot handle this. This is a really, really good example of a distortion. In other words, these people I would not necessarily treat for the lack of yellow spectrum energy in their body. And I would go straight into understanding what causes that distortion for them. What is the byproduct of their worry, fear, etc.? Because if we remove the distortion, then the problem goes away. In other words, if I'm not going, going to throw that stone into the water, into the cool waters of the pond, there's going to be no ripple effect. And really, that's all that there is to know about self-confidence. Now, of course, for some of you, for some of you, you're going to have both issues. <laughs> you know, it happens. It happens, you guys. Don't worry. That's why you have me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help you through this. I promise you it'll get better. The one thing about self-confidence is once we restore the energies and the normal float of energies, you're going to be able to get back to like a much, much better state very quickly. 
like self-confidence. I know they, they, they're telling you that you have to build self-confidence. I'm telling you, if we create the stream of potent yellow energies inside of your body and remove the obstacles, remove the ripple effects, you don't have to build anything. You already are wholesome and perfect, by the way. Here, here's how I know this. And here's why I am so damn confident that I can get you there. The reason is actually really, really simple. We may have gone there some sometime before in the, in the past podcast, but I think this is kind of important. And I will repeat this because this is kind of like an interesting knowledge. As planets evolve, right? And, and you know, you know me, guys, if you've been listening to my podcasts, you know me that I like to go very <laughs> big picture and then dive, dive uh, right in because I want you to see the forest and the trees and the grove and everything in between. I want you to have this holistic view of, uh, of what's going on. Planet Earth. Uh, actually, let me back up a quick second. Another episode that you might want to check out up to you is the assemblage point. We did um, an episode on the assemblage point, And I think that is where we started touching upon these concepts. The assemblage point is essentially just a point of view or perspective that you know, a particular human has. That assemblage point, generally speaking, is located within one of the main chakras of the body. So each of you are going to have a fixed or default assemblage point or viewpoint, point of view. And that point of view around like how you see yourself, how you perceive the world, perceive the world, how you perceive everything in between, would generally stem from one of the main chakras. On planet Earth, a lot of men have an assemblage point in the solar plexus chakra. And a lot of women actually have an assemblage point in the heart chakra, so one chakra up. And for enough of humanity, the chakras that are below the yellow, so the sacral, which is the orange center, and the red, are the chakras that, you know, although they're not perfect and you haven't really fully mastered those energies, but those energies are easier for you to understand. You have come to some level of understanding of those energies because generally when planets evolve as well as species evolve, they start with the lower chakras and then they move up gradually towards the highest chakras, right? So you would start with your root center, um, the base of your spine, and then you gradually, as a society, as a species, you would move up, right? So initially, when a new species is born, now whether that is courtesy of source energy, the great architect of the matrix, or any of the helping energies, or courtesy of an extraterrestrial race that is really sophisticated in... Um, you know, epigenetics or, you know, genetics in the first place, right? Um, you know, when, when, when that happens, um, generally, the species would start from like the very basic level, uh, unless programmed otherwise, right? So humanity in this particular case at one point started at the base uh, center um, and then moved up gradually. And at this point, you know, as a species, you guys are evolved enough that for most of you, most men would, their perception is going to be um, in the solar plexus center. And uh, what that means is enough of you um, um, are very familiar with the concept of, you know, like me versus the world. Like this is, um, in, in other words, the issues of the yellow center are very center stage for you as a species, right? 
in, uh, that's where individualism versus groupthink comes from. That is where like me versus my family, right? Like identity, what I want versus what the world wants from me, right? So the, the yellow energies are actually very um, prevalent on, on planet Earth. Now, we're still learning, right? You guys are still learning those energies, right? So there is always more to perfect. But the reason I'm so confident that we can get you to a reasonably good level of self-confidence today is because these energies are within your grasp. Energetically for planet Earth, there is absolutely nothing that is in the way for humanity to be able to get 100% mastery of the solar plexus center and the yellow energies. If we were talking about crown, if we were talking about third eye, even the throat center, I'd be worried right now. Like I could not, you know, guarantee you that no matter what, you all are going to get it. With solar plexus, it's a little bit easy. Now, is that going to be, you know, completely without effort? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, like I said, everything is the give and take. And so let's, um, let's get, let's get going. Okay. By the way, Whatever your personal issue with self-confidence, whether that is the first bucket or the second bucket, you could still probably benefit from trying to understand the full picture. Like, I don't see harm, any harm um, potentially in working both segments, like working both buckets, right? So let's start with the first one, the prerequisite. Do you even have enough yellow energy in your yellow center? Again, if you experience self-confidence issues around a few areas of your life, or if you do that often, right? Like it's not like a once every three month confidence issue thing, right? If it's a recurring thing for you where you feel like you can't do something or you're worried or scared about doing something, you just don't feel like you have what it takes to get where you need to go, right? In general, that means the yellow center needs some love and needs some work. A good proxy and a really, really good helper in order for you to heal, the yellow center is the sun. I've said that, I feel like I've said that a million times before. But a healthy relationship with the sun and a healthy relationship with your father is a prerequisite for a very healthy yellow center. Now, not all of you have that. And let's actually, so why don't we do an exercise? Because, you know, we obviously want fast results, right? Um, and... I don't, you know, maybe one day, actually, I will make a full episode about healing your relationship with your father. And then I'll do one more on healing your relationship with your mother, because I think those are actually really, really pivotal topics. They're kind of like, you know, we cannot really fully grasp, we cannot really fully go into ancestral magic, ancestral lineage before you heal the relationship with your parents, because they're like the nearest link to you as it relates to your ancestral cycle or your ancestral circle. So fixing those relationships is paramount if you want to build a better life for yourself. But for the sake of today, I want you actually, let's, let's do a really, really quick exercise. So why don't you close your eyes with me? Why don't you take a few deep breaths with me? And why don't you center on your solar plexus center right in the middle of your belly? Why don't you focus on the yellow chakra that is located right in the middle of your belly? Imagine this chakra is a little sun, like a mini sun. Right? So 
it's a sphere of light essentially for this exercise right and as that sphere of light it is emanating that yellow frequency everywhere around your body now imagine that every time you breathe in you take a deep breath right and i want you to take really deep breaths with me every time you inhale imagine the sun that is in your belly expand imagine it expanding imagine how it expands right and you can go as you know large as you want for that sun as large as it feels good and then on the exhale feel that sun contracting and then on the inhale, it expands. And on the exhale, it contracts again. Right? And you want to stay here. And you want to do a few of these cycles. Right? To ensure that your yellow center is starting to pulsate. So very often with... Now I'm going to give you an explanation. Uh, as, as you keep keep breathing, by the way, keep doing the exercises I'm talking, right? And just like breathe in and breathe out and make sure that the sun is expanding and contracting according to the energy of your breath. Uh, one sign of a blocked center. So for those of you that are blocked like this, uh, this exercise is going to help with uh, for those of you that the energy is blocked. There is not enough energy going in there's not enough energy coming out so the emanation cannot happen because nothing is entering this kind of like a suboptimal center right so very often instead of at the energetic level blocked chakras actually come across as instead of coming across as the color of that chakra they would um look like something from the gray spectrum so it's it's going to be a shade of gray essentially or a black if it's like completely blocked and, and needs a lot of healing or there's a lot of shadow uh, work that that chakra needs um what ends up helping unblock the chakra and especially this one in particular is the energy of sun breath right and you know there are many ways to do sun breath um sun breath is essentially any technique that connects the concept and the energy of the sun and the act of your breath like the prana moving in and out of your body can be considered sun breath so this is just like one of the forms of sun breath what that does what this exercise does is that it helps unblock your solar plexus center so that it can start receiving the energies now here's what i want you to do next next i want you to imagine the sun that is in the sky, you know, that sun that you all see, you know, in the, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you look out of the window, you see the master sun uh, of the solar system. Imagine that there is a cord that connects the very heart of that sun. In the very middle of the sun, there is a crystal. It's the sun crystal. Um, the sun crystal is actually, it's like diamond dusk type of energy with like a citrine um overshell is like the best that i can describe it so like imagine there was like inside of the sun there's like a nucleus and it, like that nucleus inside is a diamond crystal and outside is citrine which is a yellow crystal actually citrine is a big 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 sun connector that is one other thing that i you know just not to go on a tangent here about citrine but if you guys have an issue around self-confidence i 
highly, highly, highly recommend you buy yourself a piece of citrine. You know, you can go to the crystal shop, you can go on Etsy or Google, whatever, buy a piece of citrine that has your name on it. Now, what you want to do is as you're doing these exercises or in general, as you're going through your life, you want to establish a, a connection between citrine and your right, the right palm of your hand. The right side of your body is the masculine side. We're working with the masculine chakra. Self-confidence is a masculine energy. So make no mistake. If you want to benefit and activate the crystal, citrine is also a masculine crystal. If you want to activate and benefit from that energy, you want to make sure that you're touching it with your right hand. And as you're touching it, citrine, we're going to go back to the breath of the sun. Don't worry. Uh, and, and to the heart of the sun. But really quick tangent here. You want to rub the crystal you want to rub citrine with your fingers kind of like warm it up because citrine is a stone that reacts to heat let me say that again citrine is a stone that reacts to heat because it is essentially the stone that has the same emanations as the sun so heat would activate it so when you're starting to rub citrine with your in, inside of your hands or in your palms the energies of citrine become activated and they become accentuated. So you're essentially 10x the power of the stone or the crystal, right? Another thing that is really positive is you can charge or like works really well is you can charge citrine with positive thoughts about yourself or confident thoughts about yourself. So the way you would do that is you would warm citrine up, hold it in your right hand. And as you do that for two minutes, you're only allowed to think great, positive, confident thoughts about yourself. And then you can put uh, citrine down and then you um, you may want to do that again, like a few times, right? But two minutes at a time, maybe do three, four times. Then you would notice, actually, by then, you know, the, the stone is going to be charged. And then you would notice that every time you hold that stone in your palm, and actually doesn't, at that point, it wouldn't even matter if it's your right or your left, it would give you confidence. And it becomes like an, um, a totem almost, like a totem crystal for you, like um, a crystal that is on a mission to help you be more confident. Okay, done with my tangent. <laughs> I just felt it's really important to give credit to Citrine and, and you guys. The magic of crystals is real. So anytime I can help you use a crystal to like essentially be a better version of yourself, I'll attempt to do so. But we were working with the sun. So imagine that there is a cord of energy, it's yellow, a yellow cord that connects your solar plexus chakra, right? Like essentially where your belly button is, there is a cord. I know, and your belly button is like such a sensitive um, area. And that's why people actually don't like when their belly buttons are touched. I don't know if you've noticed it, but even like your loved ones or the babies like that you're nursing, like nobody really like people don't like their belly buttons being touched. Um, and the reason is... Because everybody, uh, like, uh, on a subconscious level, human beings have this memory that that is their connection to their personal power. That is the connection point to their personal power. That is where a lot of energy, solar energy, father energy, you know, the energy of confidence uh, is entering their body. And when somebody touches that center, they can essentially overtake or take over or intercept, shall I say part of that energy and claim it for themselves so essentially somebody can claim your like a portion of your personal power if they were to touch your belly button in a certain way I'm not going to teach you how to do that by the way because we're not about stealing people's energies here that's not what this podcast is all about I'm just saying right 
uh, you need to start understanding, you need to start being cognizant of why you'll like certain things and dislike certain things, right? Like you need to, to understand why you, essentially you dislike when your belly button is being touched is because you subconsciously don't want to give away your power or your energy. Now, imagine that there is a cord that connects your belly button to the very core of the sun. Remember how I mentioned that the sun has this nucleus in the middle with citrine overshell and then the in, inner part made of diamond crystal? So that crystal is kind of like the amalgamation of the best energies of the sun, the most potent energies of the sun. And it is also the as a heart um, of, of the sun. This is a donor organ, meaning that is an organ of the sun that enables it to share that energy really, really freely with others. And that is precisely what that organ, why that organ was created in the first place. So as you know, what we need to do right now is activate that cord. Essentially, what you need to imagine is that straight from the middle of that nucleus, there comes this diamond-esque energy, right, straight from the middle of that nucleus. And it meets itself with energy of citrine, right? And these are very different energies of the sun, you know, the higher the, uh, and the lower frequencies of the sun. And they form like a double helix, you know, kind of like the DNA strand. They're kind of like intertwining. So it's like a two-strand uh, stream. And imagine that that kind of stream is entering the cord that connects you and the sun. And imagine that at hyperspeeds, the energy from the, these two energies from the sun are traveling down into your belly button and through the belly button are entering your body. And then first, that those energies are accumulated around the vicinity or in the area of your belly button on the inner part, you know, in, inside of your body, essentially. Like there's like a receptacle. Imagine there's like a receptacle, a well, if you will, that can only house one kind of energy, one kind of energy. And that energy is this essentially golden because once you mix diamond, diamond dust white and yellow, it's a gold, essentially golden energies, right? So that is, that receptacle cannot hold on to any other energies, not the blues, not the reds, nothing, right? It is specifically for the energies of the sun. Now, you want to make sure that the cord, first things first, you want to make sure that the cord is thick enough that you're able to fill up that well pretty quickly. If you don't, if you feel like your stream ain't, ain't too hot or ain't too potent, you may want to increase the size of the cord, the diameter of the cord that connects you and the sun, literally just double it, dupl like double it, triple it. 5x it, whatever feels good to you, right? Like the answer, there's no right answer. The answer is individual to you, whatever feels right. Don't worry, you cannot get it wrong if you tried. Yep. Okay. All right. And now imagine how that golden energy, once the well, the golden well, the golden receptacle has been filled inside of your body, imagine how it's being coursed and directed all over your body. Like literally every cell that requires that energy of the father son can get it can prosper with it right so it's like that distribution of energy comes into play right and every thirsty starving cell every thirsty starving organ can get plenty of that energy as much as is needed and by the way there's always more right so 
essentially we have established the constant stream of solar energy into your body. This is exceptionally important. You will always need that type of energy for as long as you live because this world runs on solar. I hate to say this, not just solar batteries and solar panels, you guys, but like literally every single human runs on solar, whether they realize it or not. And if you feel tired a lot, it's probably because you're not replenishing um, enough of your solar power personally as a human. All right. So I, I would say like this is a pretty good, you know, like that plus the citrine is a really, really good first stab at replenishing that yellow self-confidence energy. A couple more things. You cannot go wrong if you choose to surround yourself with yellow objects. Anything is fair game. A yellow cup that you're drinking tea from or coffee or what have you, mug, buy a yellow t-shirt, buy, I don't know, like a bag or something, buy uh, a piece of furniture or an, a decor object, like anything yellow, even a painting for that matter, right? Anything yellow, by the way, gold could also help, but um, juice to a lesser degree, like we definitely want to play with yellow energies here, right? And, you know, as you're working to replenish and to bring back your confidence, you really want to wear yellow as much as possible. This is also, I mean, it's just such a beautiful frequency because apart, uh, apart from self-confidence, it'll give you joy. It'll give you optimism. You just really cannot go wrong with the energy of the sun. It may also help for you to actually connect with the actual sun in the sky, which means, you know, do sun gazing or spend you know 10 minutes at least a day outside 10 to 15 looking at the sun basking in sun's rays you know really just making an effort to commune with the sun you know you can even communicate it as if you know you could you know you know, not as if like as a spirit you know spirit to spirit if that makes sense right so communication with the sun is always be directly correlated and proportionate to how confident you are. Like if you have a good relationship with the sun, you are going to experience a lot of self-confidence. There's just like no other way. Okay. I wanted to see if there are any questions about this first bucket from the collective. If, you know, especially if it serves the listeners of this podcast, I'm ready to take your question. Okay. The question is this. I've built a cord, but I feel like I'm not a in uh, but I feel like I'm not able to receive enough energy. Like there almost is like a block in my solar plexus. And that energy travels from the sun down to my belly button, but it doesn't enter my body. So this is actually really good. I'm actually really uh, first I want to thank you for the for your question. And I really want to thank you for your introspection. And I want, I want to acknowledge you guys for, you know, doing your best with these exercises, but also paying enough attention to understand exactly what happens to you at the energetic level. Because this is some major third eye work, whether you realize this or not. And just the ability of having the discernment levels for you that like you guys would even notice that that energy is not coming through I commend you like this is a whole other level so thank you for that question 
you're right. So um, now that I'm looking at scanning humanity or like whoever listens to this podcast, essentially 10% of you are experiencing that issue. So thank you for pointing it out. So this is a blocked chakra. So for you, first things first, I would do more breathing. Remember how that we started with breathing exercises? You need to do a lot more breathing to be able to uncork that. Essentially, what is blocked, the way I see it energetically is on the inner side of your belly button, because like there is the outer side of your belly button and then there is the inner side of your belly button. For those of you that feel blocked in the solar plexus or you feel like you're somehow are not able to complete this energy, oh, sorry, this exercise, right? A lot, enough of you are blocked in the solar plexus and it is from the inside part of your body. There is like literally like a plug and it's black, you guys, just letting you know what's happening at the energetic level. We need to remove the plug or like uncork the bottle if you, you know, if you'll take this analogy. What I would like for you to imagine is Imagine there is um, like a little sphere of white light that is just like floating around like a bubble. And the sphere of white light is like a cleansing particle. Let's call it the cleansing particle. Essentially, in the grand scheme of existence, one of the roles of white light is the grand zeroing out of energy, which means the bringing energy of energy, energetic structures to their original state, the great zeroing out, right? Not the same as bring them to the perfect state, but the original state would be the white. So essentially this white bubble is a grand eraser. So what you want to imagine is, right? First, you want to get present to the fact that there is a cork in your belly button that is preventing the healthy flow of energy. And now you want to imagine that there's This white eraser bubble is encapsulating slowly, like starting to float. It's floating up to that button, to that cork, and it's starting to slowly encapsulate it. Literally just covers it fully, that cork. And as that happens, you know, again, go here with deep breaths. You want to make sure to keep breathing. And you want to imagine, because like the way the erasers are working, right, is they're really good at bringing imperfect frequencies into perfect frequencies. So imagine like there's almost like an eraser inside, right? And whatever was black now is being fully cleansed into perfect white light. And as that happens, the sphere is getting smaller. So as this darkness, blackness of the cork disappears, this like white area is getting smaller, 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 smaller until it turns into like a little speck of dust, kind of, and then just disappears, like it can pop, you know? Yeah. Okay, yes. I'm totally seeing how it works for you guys. Yes, thank God. Okay, so for the ones of you that just did this exercise with me, that were blocked, can you feel the stream? Literally, I'm starting to feel it, you guys. I'm feeling it for you, thank God. It's beautiful. Allow that energy to course through. Now, for enough of you, the stream is not potent enough. So you want to essentially ask the sun to send you 10 times more. Yes. Don't don't be shy. That's the thing. When it comes to energy exchanges, you are in charge. As in, you get to ask and it shall be given to you. Energy is very simple, right? If you need more from the sun, ask more from the sun. Because there is a sacred contract between you and the sun where the sun is the donor and you're the child of the sun. 
So if you need 10 times more, the sun is going to give you 10 times more. No questions asked. Awesome. All right. I want to talk about distortions. <laughs> yes, I know enough of you have whew, all kinds of distortions. Okay. Distortions are a little bit harder. Distortions are a little bit harder because there are so many bloody reasons why you could have a distortion. And a lot of it is really, truly past life. But let, let's get rid of some of the most important things. Like, let me uh, walk you through some of the most important things. I already told you that there is a chance that the distortion is merely, merely borrowed by you from your ancestry line. In the same way that the lack of the yellow energy could be borrowed from you from your uh, ancestors, the same thing can happen about distortions. For example, it could be that your lineage always experiences fear around, I don't know, a firstborn. And that could create a distortion in your self-confidence field. Like you're confident about everything, but you're not confident, confident about being the first time dad or first time mom, if that makes sense. And that is like legitimate fear. And, and that is something that could start creating ripple effects in your self-confidence, right? So first things first, if you feel like you are, so to say, randomly unconfident or sporadically unconfident about some particular things, but overall very confident, right? You want to work on the second bucket. So first things first, one way to do the healing on the lineage, and that's the first thing that I would like to address for you, with you because that's actually really quick and super impactful. One way to do the cleansing on the lineage is this. There are actually, as far as like lineage healing is concerned, there are many ways, many proxies for how you could think of your lineage. One is a line. The other is a circle. And the third one is actually a combined avatar. This is not something we've ever discussed, I don't believe. But imagine that every single person that ever existed in your lineage was collapsed into one being like literally imagine them just being collapsed like I think like for you easier like what would be easier is like you know if you if you think like of 2d like like a drawing of something right like imagine you had a drawing of like five um people you could collapse them you know you could put one on top of the other on top of the other on top of, on top of the other and because they're all 2d right they don't have volume essentially you could collapse them into one one being I don't know if that analogy made sense right now but um so imagine that you know essentially all of the men in your lineage are collapsible into one master avatar and that master avatar essentially represents the great average of energies for all men in your lineage right and we in this particular case we want to work with the masculinity because any type of distortion or a lot of distortions would happen on the masculine side with the yellow center. So in other words, whichever avatar, whether we choose to work with a collective avatar of both men and women in your lineage or just the female one or just the male one, you know, essentially all of them are going to probably contain the same distortion around the yellow uh, solar plexus uh, center. But for this particular exercise, for simplicity's sake, we can just work with the collective avatar of the men on your father's side of the lineage right okay did you collapse them yes 
Okay, so you just collapse them into one human. Now imagine that there is, um, you know, in the middle essentially of the belly of, the, of this avatar is their yellow center. I want you to see how big and potent that yellow center is. You know, while we add it, might as well. If your yellow center is small for that collective combined avatar, you can actually make it bigger right now. Just, you know, like you can use your hands even and you can stretch out the edges of that yellow center and make it bigger if, you, if it feels like it. But now you, what you want to pay attention is um, the kind of like dirt and debris around the surface of that yellow center. And for a lot of you, it's actually going to look like a cobweb. Uh, or some type of net on the very surface of the yellow center for the avatar of your lineage. And that cobweb represents the distortion that your whole lineage has around this chakra, around this space. So what you want to do is you want to clean it up in whichever way there is no wrong answer. You can again use your hands, but you just want to remove the cobwebs from the collective lineage. Uh, from the collective avatar of your lineage. And you may even imagine that you're using like a shower head. And the shower head has like this energy. It's like rainbow energy of like water, healing water, if you will, like a light or whatever. And you want to imagine like you're really washing it. You're washing the solar plexus center uh, of this avatar. And you want to stay here and you want to keep doing that. You want to take the, run this process. You want You want to give it some time to make sure that... 100% of that energy is cleaned up, right? And what you get on the back end at the end, you just want to get a fully clean, fully like squeaky clean, essentially non-cobwebbed version of that center. Because having cobwebs is kind of like, it's a sign of dis misuse, uh, you know, <laughs> something that's undermanaged and um, underleveraged for that matter. All right, cool. So we removed some of the disturbances, some of the distortions. There's one more thing that I would like for you to do. Imagine that there is a stream of white light, really potent, that is entering. We're still working with this avatar. Imagine there is a stream of white light that is entering at the front side of the body of the avatar and exiting at the back side. As a virtue, as a byproduct of this, it's healing and cleaning both the front side of that chakra and the back side of that chakra. And you want to imagine that stream of light being exceptionally potent, like so fast, massive, massive quick. And so you almost like want to do, you know, like when, when the rain is really pouring, Sometimes like when, uh, I don't know if you, you guys ever walked under the pouring rain, but sometimes the droplets really hurt you. So it's like that level of potent only like 10,000 times more. So like the water like really needs to kind of like be very intent. Um, and you, you like it's like water under pressure, like from a hose almost. Like that is how it needs to feel to be able to cleanse everything and remove the distortion field. Now you may think, well, come on, if I'm pouring all this much water, doesn't it create like all kinds of ripple effects? And the answer is yes, but those are temporary. 
because once that feels complete and wholesome and perfect, we're going to stop that stream of light and you will notice that the surface of that chakra, as if it was water, is going to essentially come back to being peaceful and calm. And that is what you want. And that is really the only thing that we need to do on the ancestral side. There is one more thing that I would like for you to do. So if we're, um, but you see, do, do you remember how I told you that ancestral is just like one aspect. You can also have issues around your past lives. If there is an issue around your past lives, right? I want you to imagine yourself right now as an energy body. If there is an issue around a past life that is creating a ripple effect for you, for your confidence, or if there are issues multiple, what you want to ask the universe is you want the, the universe to show you essentially cords or strings, right, that connect you to those past lives that are the reason, the source of the distortion, the way that this is going to look in your mind's eye, you know, your eyes are closed in the meditation state, you're going to imagine that there are multiple hooks hooked up to your solar plexus center. And then these hooks have threads attached to them. And they are exiting your body on the back. Because remember, like the backside of your body is the past. So essentially, they're dragging you into the past is what it is, right? So again, this is what you would see on the energetic level. Let me explain it to you one more time. If there is a past life that is creating an issue around your self-confidence, that energy is going to literally create a hook in your solar plexus and it's going to drag you down or backwards or back into that life. The reason this is created is as a reminder because you you know, essentially it's ideal to not have to repeat the mistakes of the past. However, if that if your mistakes of the past are holding you back from living your best life today, then they are damaging instead of helpful. And that has never been the intention of the creator, so you get to remove them. I'll give you a quick example. Let's just say your intention is to become a dancer. But you're experiencing massive lack of confidence around becoming a dancer in this particular incarnation. And you don't know why. And then, you know, essentially you have this cord that connects you back, you know, your solar plexus back to a past life. And if you were to do a past life regression, what you would notice is that there was a time when you were a dancer, you were a ballerina, and let's say you broke a, a foot or like you broke a leg on stage or something, you know, as you were doing some complicated um, performance or whatever, or, or dance and a pose. And that solidified itself as trauma in that life. And in this particular, because trauma doesn't go away, right? Just the fact you had trauma 3,000 lifetimes ago doesn't mean that that trauma is gone, right? That trauma can still be triggered. And in this particular instance, it can be triggered the moment you decide you want to be a dancer, right? And in this particular case, it would, it may as well just be triggered. And then you're like, okay, well, I have, you know, in general, you may be a very, very self-confident, self-confident person. But the moment you start thinking about dancing, all of a sudden you're like, I experience a lack of power, a loss of power. 
And the reason you do is because your body still remembers that 3,000 lifetimes ago you broke a leg. Duh. Right? Now, I hope that you would all agree that this is not a reason enough for you to not pursue dancing this lifetime. And you would like to get rid of, you know, this little hooks with me. So the way, essentially what you want to see is you want to imagine, well, first, first and foremost, there may be one or many hooks that are creating a ripple effect from you. Imagine taking one hook at a time and unhooking it from your from the fabric of your yellow center. Like literally take out your hand and just start unhooking them. And as you unhook each of these things, each of the hooks, the cord that connects you back to that life, that, that cord just like recedes back into that life, right? So essentially that trauma is being left in the past where it belongs instead of impacting your current and your future, like your present and your future, right? And that's what you would want it to do. Um, if you have way too many bloody cords, you can also just take the scissors of light or the sword of light and cut the cords instead of like doing them one at a time. It is completely up to you either which way works. So that is how you would deal with past life issues. Sometimes, and we're not going to do that, but for some of you, for some of you, if it's a particular fear around a particular action or a particular career path or what have you, or coming out as a spiritual being, right? Let's say you have a normal job, but you're really a starseed or a light worker. And you're like, I think I need to quit my job. Despite the fact I have a Harvard degree and making, I don't know, seven figures, <laughs> you know, I need to quit my job and go pursue, I don't know, sound healing and whatever your version of services, right? Enough of you, um, are going to experience fear and distortion uh, on your confidence around your confidence when it comes to that one particular activity. When that is the case, it's always a past life connection. And and by the way, what I would also on top of what we just did, what I would also recommend you do in this case is parts work. We did an episode on parts work. You want to address every part of you that is in the way of you doing that work. For older souls, you may have dozens, not one or two, dozens of different parts that are afraid, worried, concerned of you stepping on your path as a spiritual leader, as somebody who is walking the spiritual path on, on this planet, because let's just say that's not the status quo, right? The status quo of planet Earth is not walking the walk spiritually, or being in service of others. The status quo on planet Earth is being in service of yourself. <laughs> or at least the, the however you perceive the version of yourself. Or pursuing, you know, some, 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 some other ideal that society wanted from you. But, um, you know, that's kind of beside the point. So you definitely want to do parts work. Because enough, you know, older souls and enough light workers have had traumatic experiences in the past that quite literally are in the way of them doing this work because they're connected to so much trauma and drama that like it's it's kind of like they've walked this walk before and it hasn't been all, like pink rainbows and purple unicorns you know enough have been killed for their beliefs in the past enough have been ostracized enough had you know you know, could only survive by hiding. So there's all this collective trauma around specifically like older souls, light workers that came to share their light 
spread their message, live their truth around being seen and being heard for who they are. So if you're one of them, one of these people, couple of things. Do the parts work on every single part of you. Heal the parts of you that are ailing, that are hurting. Also know that you have been preparing for this particular time in the history of humanity, make no mistake, for many, many, many incarnations. That's why you had to be uh, killed. That's why you had to be burned in the past is because you were getting ready for this. This is showtime, you guys, right? So I want you to be fully healed so that you can be like the knights in shining armor ready for battle. Or, you know, whatever, however you want to perceive this, it's not always a battle. Sometimes it's a walk in the park, but you still have to walk the walk. You can't just talk the talk, right? And you can only heal others from a place of being healed yourself, right? So if you're experiencing any issues around self-confidence, around living your truth, parts work is your best friend. Let's start there. All right. All right. I'm trying to see, hold on, if I want to give you any other practice. But you know what? Why don't I take one more question from the collective? That feels right. Anything that the collective wanted to ask about self-confidence or a related topic, I feel like something needs to come through from the collective. I'm ready to receive the question. My dear friend, please pardon this quick interruption. If you like our podcast, we ask that you please help us spread the light by leaving a review on Apple Podcast so that more people could discover our content. Thank you so much, blessed soul. Okay, the question is, well, I mean, I guess because I was starting to talk about life workers and just people that feel like they have a bigger planetary mission. Um, the question is maybe borderline about confidence, not fully. But for the first question is, how do I know that I'm ready for this work? How do I know that I have what it takes to help others? heal others, teach others, etc. And then how do I know that I even have the gifts or something to share or value, right, to give to others? I mean, it's a lot of questions, right? But um, I'm going to give you like a quick, quick overview answer. Right now for the past, well, essentially started in 2012, but the past three years, there has been a galactic level, not just planetary level, you guys, galactic level call for souls that are here on planetary missions to become activated like nobody's business. As in, imagine, I don't know if, you, if you're into angelic realms, imagine it's like the angels are tooting their horns and literally they're like dangling you and like hitting you over the head energetically and remembering, like to, to remind you that Essentially, you all are here on the sacred contract. So the fact that you are even asking questions like, am I good enough to do this work? And what are my special gifts? By definition means that there is already a sacred contract for you guys. Because trust me, for people that don't have that sacred contract, they don't get these kinds of questions. It's just impossible. Like at all. Not even in the vicinity of what even would cross their mind. So the more fearful you are, the more you doubt yourself, the more unconfident you are about your work, your mission, anything, the more it actually means that you're meant to do this. Literally. Literally. There's always a correlation between your personal work that you're doing and the collective work. 
So one thing I'll tell you to all of you, you know, the ones that believe in oneness and, and the, the life of service is that no matter how much you think you're serving everybody else, I guarantee you at least a portion of your mission is to serve yourself. So the reason you are experiencing all of these doubts, all of these distortions around your field of confidence as it relates to your mission and your work is because you have also come to partially cleanse and heal your own karma of all types of persecution and everything else that you dealt with. And the time is now. Because we're going to wipe off that karma with one fell swoop as society, as humanity, and as uh, like highly evolved souls that showed up here on the mission. We are here at work, make no mistake. And we are here on a collective mission. Thousands of souls have showed up. Hundreds of thousands of souls even. I'll go as far as saying that. And we decided that together we're strong enough to be able to take on a lot of karma, collective and individual. That is our commitment and that is our path. So in fact, I would tell you that a good 95% of you that are meant to do this work are going to feel very, very deeply in the closet and would experience a lot of fear in trying to come out. And it's not just correlated to how many times you've been crashed and burned before when doing this work, but it's correlated to the fact that enough of you have believed, enough of us, should I say, have believed that we can take on all of this karma in one fell swoop, the karma of 10,000 incarnations, and we can transcend it in this life. So all of you have showed up with all of these memories essentially intact and kind of semi-activated in the subconscious. And you're like, you know what? I think we can take it on collectively because everybody's doing it. I'm going to do it too. This is really cool. And I'm going to bring in all my baggage because it's time to transcend the baggage. So the only reason you held back is because you have come here to transcend that baggage for yourself and for humanity. So yes, you are supposed to feel a distortion temporarily. You are supposed to feel the backwards pull, one step forward, two steps back. You are supposed to be worried about what others may think because you're breaking the status quo. You are supposed to feel a little strange and a little weird and a little out there because you don't fit into the rest of the vibrations of this planet. And that is beautiful. And that is exactly how it is meant to be. Here's what we're going to do with that. I have a practice for you. Because of course you didn't, you didn't think I would leave you hanging, did you? I hope not. Imagine we all of us are people with a planetary mission. People, star seeds, call yourself whatever you want. Angelic beings, ascended masters. Everybody who showed up, you know who you are. You know who you are. Enough of your listeners of this podcast. Imagine that we are all, and me included, right there with you, incarnated this time around, decided to not stay with you in spirit, showed up in person, flesh and bone, like the rest of you. Imagine we are all standing in a circle and imagine we're holding each other's hands. Every single person, whether they realize, like everybody who came here on a sacred mission, sacred contract to help humans, we're holding each other's hands, right? Now, what? and we're holding even the hands of the people that haven't awakened yet because they're still part of our tribe. They're still here to do the work of light and live their truth. 
right? And they may not be awakened now, but it's all coming. An avalanche of awakening the next 15 years. You just watch. You watch. You watch and you participate. You're going to really help awaken. So whoever hand you're holding, you're fine. Now imagine that in the middle of our circle, right? There is like in the middle, there is a circle. There is a pit. What I want you to do is feel like you're throwing into the pit all of your fears around your mission and stepping in into it and stepping out of your closet. All of your worries, every concern, no matter how stupid, quote unquote, or weird or unreasonable that concern is. Even if you are worried that, I don't know, your fifth cousin, third removed or whatever is going to send a bad, bad text, text message to your aunt about your spiritual work or whatever. However, that whatever angle your fear takes, throw that into the pit. And then I know you don't know that, but essentially behind your back are all of these incarnations and they like look like lines of threads or whatever, that where you had to suffer for the work that you did, where you had to suffer for, you know, essentially all the good intentions that you had, you know, they were not accepted. They were not treasured. You were, no, nobody thanked you. Nobody was grateful to you for all the hard work they were doing. Like every single life where you experienced trauma around stepping out into your full power and into this work, you know, imagine taking all of these lifetimes and almost like collapsing each lifetime into like a ball of energy and throw that ball into the pit and do that with every single life that is right now behind you. Like right now, every single life that is behind you, that's came to this place that's showing itself, that's manifesting itself behind your back. You want to collapse them into a sphere and uh, throw it into a pit, throw it into a pit. I'm going to wait a couple more seconds. You can throw many, right? All of these lifetimes that are holding you back, all of these anchors that are holding you back, all of these fears, drop them all into a collective pit. Now you guys, thousands of people are holding hands right now. And now imagine that there is like a lightning strikes in the sky. And the lightning is not from like, not, not just any kind of lightning. This lightning is the lightning from father God, as in the male masculine face of source. And as that lightning strikes, it strikes straight in the middle of that pit and it lights a fire. And the fire that it lights up is red. The fire of revolution, you guys. And that red fire is burning bright. And it is burning all of your fears and all of your worries. And that fire fills the entire freaking pit with its power and its glory. And that fire is so tall that it literally stretches into the sky. That is how potent it is. There's absolutely nothing that it cannot fix. There's absolutely nothing that it cannot burn away, completely demolish. Now imagine that there is another fire, another strike 
also from the masculine face of God. And the next fire is the black fire. I know there is such a thing as the black fire. Yes. And this black fire is the fire of completion and absolution and the fire of death and the fire of rebirth. It's almost like the phoenix fire. I mean, there are many types of phoenixes. There is the red phoenix, the white and the black. The black fire belongs to the black phoenix. In some ways, it also belongs to the, the black sun, but that's beside the point. Imagine there is a black fire. And again, it's as high, as tall as, you know, it stretches up into the sky. And as it stretches up into the sky, imagine whatever hasn't been burned by the black, sorry, the red fire, the black fire literally just takes into nothing. It takes anything, any matter, and turns it into nothing. It's like dust. Yep. And last but not least, imagine that... Imagine there is another strike, another lightning. And this time, this lighting comes from the Divine Mother, the Great She. This fire comes from the female face of God. And this fire is white. And it strikes the pit. And that fire goes up in flames. Everything is in flames. The pit is still burning. With the most pure, pristine, white fire of purification. Innocence. Fresh start. Blank slate. New world. New energies. New age. And as we're holding our hands, imagine that as this fire is starting to die out, it transforms itself and it splits into many, 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 many baby white fires. And they start floating up from the pit. And each of them joins into actually so so they get dispersed around the circle and one of them one of the baby fires attaches itself to your right wrist and another baby white fire white flame attaches itself to your left wrist and so now it's kind of like your wrists are burning but it's it's not hot or anything but it's like you have been blessed by the divine mother energies And this symbolizes the action that you take. So the action that you take from this day forward on planet Earth is blessed by the Divine Mother. She's purified your action. And it will be. All, all the impact of your action is going to be widespread and it's going to multiply. Because that is the intention of the Source Consciousness. The female of the male face of the Source Consciousness. Imagine that there is one more baby small white fire. And that fire ends up in the middle of your throat. It's like this little flame that settles in the middle of your throat. This one is a blessing for you to live your truth. And to not have to hide. And to not have to spend any more time caged in. And in, in, in the closet. Worried and afraid. This is a blessing and a calling, make no, make, make no mistake. 
There's no coincidence why you're still listening to this podcast. No coincidence that you stumbled upon this particular episode. This is a calling, make no mistake. And last but not least, the last baby fire that's meant for you is going to settle in your third eye area. So you can always be guided by the universe, by Mother Gaia, by nature, and by source consciousness itself to do the best work that you could do and to be as informed as you could be. Now feel free to put your hands on your chest area, both of them please. Left first and right over it. Like the, the left hand underneath, the right hand over it. And just say thank you to the Great Father and the Great Mother for their healing today, for being here with us, for paving the way for us, for lighting the torch for us, and for uniting us in the sacred circle. Thank you for sharing their strength, their power, their love with us. We are grateful and we do not take this for granted. All right, you guys, you can do this. You can do this. You got this. I know you. Literally, I do. I know every single one of you. Because at one point, we'll plan this together. So I have every ounce of belief in you. And I know that together, we're really, really strong and really, really powerful. And... For everybody else, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for doing the work and traveling the road to claiming back your power, to claiming back your self-confidence. You were never intended to be the being that is afraid of things or worried about things. Because the fact you have a desire to do something in the first place means that you are meant to do that. Your fear is your guardian. It is merely a distortion on the vast you know, waters of your ocean. Just remember that you are always bigger than the fear. And that you're ancient enough and wise enough that a mere ripple effect at the surface of your waters can never sway you away from what you came here to do, from what you want to do, and from living your best life. Thank you, and have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please visit thisismaria.com for more insights and offerings from Maria and Sergey. It is T-H-I-S-I-S-M-A-R-I-Y-A dot com. We hope to see you in future episodes.